listening to Story City Church in Granada Hills, California. We exist to glorify God by leading communities into healthy relationships with Jesus and with others. And here is this week's message. So transition is a little different because we didn't have a scripture for a sermon today because we're not doing a sermon technically. We're doing something different to celebrate today, to celebrate the one year um, anniversary, birthday, however you want to call it. But it, to me, I stop for a moment because I'm amazed that it's been already a year. Um, we launched in September 25th of 2022 with 30 to 35 core members. Um, and today we're serving the community in such a, fa- a different facet of ways um, with averaging around 80, close to 100 people a week. And God is moving in amazing ways. We've baptized eight people, and it's just been a year, and, and we've installed elders, and we've just seen God do some awesome things, and every single one of you have been a part of that, and the church is bigger and greater than what happens on this stage, and we want to make sure that's highlighted. We want to make sure people know that it's not about what sermons are preached. It's about what God is doing in the hearts of our people. Um, And that's what we're going to do today. We're going to actually talk to three of our congregants that have been a part of our church for almost a year now um, and have just seen God move in their lives in such amazing ways. And these three values are things we stand by. And each value is going to be highlighted by each one of our congregants that are going to share a little bit of their story. And those three values are our story is God's story which means the salvation of our life, what God is doing in our life is a reflection of what God and who God is to the world. Uh, And so we make sure that's highlighted. Um, We are real and redeemed, which means that we're not faking it till we make it. We're actually real people that have real concerns, real issues, real pain, real hurt, but we are redeemed by a redeeming God that loves us deeply. And we're gonna hear testimony about what that is and what that happened, how that's happened in our congregation. And we love serving the neighborhoods we call home. And so we live and do life in our communities, and we're calling and asking our people not to just to do life in your community, but to serve the community and the families and the neighborhoods you call home. And so we're going to hear a little bit of that. So if I can have those three that we're interviewing come on up and join me on stage. Can we give them a hand as they walk on up? Being courageous to come and share. Um, that's going to be Jason. Yeah, I'm going to sit on the side. Sorry, I turn, uh, yeah, I'm sitting on this side. Boom, boom, boom. Yep. So we got Jason, Alexis, and Billy here. Going to share a little bit of their um, story with us. Um, and so we'll go jump right into it. I'm going to ask three questions for each of them. And I just hope you just enjoy not only hear their story, but hear your story in their story. And what God is doing in them is also what God is doing in our community and in your life as well. So first question, simple one. Share your name, and how long have you been attending uh, here at Story City Granada Hills? Um, my name's Jason, and I've been as- attending Story City uh, with my family for about a year now. Awesome. Just about, yeah. Hold on. We're going to do all three, and then... Oh, all three. Yep. Okay. We're going to... Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Jason is being very courageous right now, so I'm really grateful for him, because I know this isn't his... It's not his wheelhouse, but he was willing, and I'm so grateful. So, second question. Briefly share your story, as we actually... So, let me... Back one second. We're going to have our stories, God's story, value is going to be shared by Jason, real and redeemed, Alexis, and serving the neighborhoods we call home is Billy. So briefly share your story and, back, and background of your relationship with God growing up. Um, wow, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I grew up Seventh-day Adventist, uh, which was pretty difficult for a child. Um, I missed out on a lot of things. I uh, was told basically how to do religion versus actually being welcomed into it, so it was hard. So I wandered away from it for a long time, and I didn't even consider going back into the, uh, the walk with God until uh, my wife Sarah and I met. And uh, she told me on our very first date with, like, there was no hesitation. God is first and foremost in my life, so you better be along for the ride, otherwise we ain't gonna, we're not going to work. And I'm like, wow. Um, so yeah, so we started on the journey together, and my relationship with God up until, I want to say about a year ago. And so that's more, the next question? Oh, sorry. That's perfect. Good transition, but just sorry, so we know sorry. the question. No, you're good. What has changed in your story in relation to your relationship with God since being part of Granada Hill, Story City of Granada Hills? Perfect. Um, I want to say that God went from being more of like a distant friendship to, to now an integral part of my life. Um, we speak. It's not always pretty when we speak to each other. I speak to him, but we speak daily. Um, I try to live the values out that I seem to be finding in his teachings um, to the best of my ability, even though I completely mess them up probably 90% of the time, but I try. Um, it's been really great to be able to see certain things that have happened because I've been able to lead uh, my 16-year-old Wyatt through a lot of man, uh, manhood things that have been very difficult and I couldn't have done if I didn't have scripture leading the way mm. or support force. Mm-hmm. Sarah, yeah. you, yeah. and my, a bunch of friends that I have here. So... Um, is that the third question? Yeah, and oh. just share a little bit of your oh. baptism experience. Um, yeah, yeah. So, I know I keep going back to Sarah, but Sarah's always told me because she really is one of these that it's kind of like my lighthouse as far as keeping on the faith uh, journey. Uh, she always told me that God speaks to us in our individual ways that relate best, best to us so that we're able to really get that message. And for me, I either need a slap across the face or a hammer across the back of the head to really figure out something. So one of the big things that really moved me was my baptism. Mm. And you brought it up to me. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to do it at one point, but I wasn't ready to. And you, you brought it up to me when we had one of our meetings. And you're like, let's do it at the ocean. So I got, I'm like, okay. You know, I'm, I have questions about it, but I'm still going to do it. So I ended up going there. And honestly, in my mind, I thought it was going to be a peaceful, calm ocean that <laughs> Nothing was going to happen. It was going to go down, almost kind of like being blessed in the River Jordan kind of thing. <laughs> so we go out there, and it's Samir, Jonathan, and I, and we all, against better judgment, turn our backs to the wave. <laughs> okay? It had been a calm ocean up until that moment. <laughs> out of the middle of nowhere, there just comes this, everybody said it was a mammoth wave. It, was, it seemed it mammoth. Big. It went over both of all of our heads. And smashed us. Poor Jonathan lost his glasses. Came up. Where are they? Well, the fish have them now. Um, and I remember I was hit by the wave, and the way I was hit bounced me off the bottom of the ocean, and it was kind of—it was a full-on shock. I—I I, I don't even have words to it. Um, and then after that, I don't know. Stuff kind of felt different. Mm-hmm. Um, I found myself, because I'm usually pretty private, I found myself showing it even to my coworkers at work. Mm. And these are hardened guys that don't like talking to anybody. Mm-hmm. Okay, they won't even smile. And I was showing them, I was like, do you see that? 
And uh, yeah, it was just, it was paramount. So to round about and just finish it off, my journey here at Story City that's been so great is I've been able to find a lot of those missing puzzle pieces. Mm. And it's by no means anywhere close to being done. This is going to be a work for the rest of my life, but um, I'm slowly getting it. Man. So, yeah. It's awesome. It's exciting. Thanks for sharing, man. Can we Thank give you. Jason a hand? Um, and just give God glory for just what he's doing um, in the journey of all of our lives. And just thanks for sharing that, Jason, because it reflects all of us, you know, in, in, in one way or another. So appreciate that. Um, awesome. So we're going to move to We Are Real and Redeemed. And Alexis is going to share a little bit of his, her story. I kind of gave away half of the first answer. But share your name and how long you have been attending Story City, Red Hills. I'm going to do my best to not be awkward. <laughs> You're good. Be as awkward I'm as... I'm a very awkward person. You're good. Uh, my name is Alexis Destin. I have been coming to Story City for about four years now. Awesome. Yeah, she was a part of the Burbank location, yes. been a part of our core team, and so she's been in it from the front, so we appreciate you. Um, so briefly share your story and your background of how real and hard life was growing up. Yeah. <laughs> loaded question, I know. I know, loaded, not really. Um, it's just a long story, so I'll do my best to keep it short. Mm -hmm. um, definitely a hard journey. Um, growing up to me, Church was always viewed as something that wasn't for us. Um, when I say for us, the way it was portrayed to me as a kid was we are not white, we are uh, not rich, or we're not those people. Um, the only experience that I really had of church growing up was being in a shelter that was connected to a church because we were homeless. Um, I was homeless with a family of six, so three older brothers and my parents um, from age, I think, seven to about 10. And we were kind of living in the shelter, um, living in a van, a tent, and that was just kind of our view of church, that it was like we were, we were just kind of being taken care of, but they, they weren't caring for us, if, if that makes sense. Um, as I got older, I realized that I was struggling with something um, that I never really came to terms with. Um, I was sexually abused from the age of three to 10. And I, I never got into drugs or substances or anything like that. To me, the addiction was isolation. Um, it's really easy to try to deal with things on my own and try to just recede into to myself, just to, this is how I'm gonna deal with it. Um, no one really cares, no one wants to hear my story. And fast forward super far. Um, I had been a part of Story City for about a year and I was baptized um, uh, on February 14th and it was just like kind of a cute day to get baptized on Valentine's Day. And I, I was still to me at that time like, oh yeah, everything's gonna change. I was baptized, I'm, I'm gonna have this amazing journey now. And I was still very much in isolation in terms of like, not reaching out to friends, not um, feeling like anybody wanted to hear my story. Because for me growing up, the only reason I didn't talk about it, why I was abused, was because it was not allowed. So there were people that knew, but it was, you, you're not allowed to talk about this. No one's gonna care, um, you're gonna be punished if you talk about it. So um, about a year after that, um, I was approached to, to be a part of the Living Stories series, which 
to date has been one of the most special experiences at Story City for me. Um, it continues to, to have an impact on, on how I've connected with the community. So I was able to share how I, I had dealt with it, how I had come into Christ. Um, and for me, once I became a part of the, the Granada Hills launch, I had already done the story. It had been months since it had um, been played in church and had been on the website. And I was continuously having um, people come up to me who have also had a similar story, who have never spoken up, and were looking for um, healing. Mm. And for me, it's just it's it's been this realization of I I get to be a voice for for people who honestly didn't feel like they could have a voice because mm. Story City, I mean, that's our big thing here. Your story really does matter here. Mm. And um, through Story City, I mean, it's not just, hey, we'll, we'll pray for you and we'll, we'll just make sure you're doing okay. But it was, I was given resources, so I um, was given a resource to, to go through therapy. I'm still currently in therapy. It is definitely a lifelong journey. Um, but it's, it's something that I'm not afraid to talk about anymore yeah. because of Story City. So I... I very much am um, proud to, to share my story now because yeah. I get to be that voice for others now. That's awesome. That's so awesome. Yeah, you can give, him, give her a hand for sharing. That's <laughs> courageous. And a part of the healing is being able to share your story, like you said, and we're so grateful for it, um, your willingness and your courage to do that. Uh, you kind of already briefly uh, shared a little bit of the third question, but maybe there's more to it. But how have you seen God redeem your life and your story since attending Story City Granada Hills. I did jump the gun, didn't I? Uh, so my husband and I, um, we were a part of the Granada Hills launch um, about a year ago. Um, it was a six-month-long preparation, and it was leading into, I mean, it was, it was tough. It was, I didn't think it was something that I was capable of impacting anybody in a positive way. I was like, you know what, I want to work behind the scenes, great. I, I love the idea of doing hospitality, just kind of setting up and like hiding in the shadows. <laughs> Um, but it became something that brought me out of my shell. Um, hospitality is a lot more than just setting up the donuts and the coffee. I, I definitely get to be more of an outreach to the community. And again, having shared my story, um, I just I get to be more of a voice for the community. And my husband and I and our, our children are now growing up in a, what, for me, feels like what church should be instead of how I grew up in it. Yeah, it's awesome. Thank you so much. Can we give her a hand again? I think it's, it's essential um, for us as a church when we talk about our values, being real and redeemed, and being open, vulnerable, honest about who we are, our story, what God has done, um, not only helps bring healing to our life, but also overflows through us to help others that have gone through similar stories that maybe are struggling or maybe don't feel welcomed or don't feel loved because they think they have to have it all together in order to be a part of a church. Um, and that's obviously not true. I mean, it's not true for me either, right? Like I, we all have had struggles in life and for your story to, to be highlighted, just to be able to open a door for others to be welcomed and say, hey, this is, this is a real story, but God is a redeeming God. And so thank you for sharing that, that's awesome. Um, our next one is serving the neighborhoods we call home, and Billy's going to share a little bit. Uh, for, so first off, just real quick, your name, and how long have you been attending Story City Ground Hills? Yep. First off, that was a powerful testimony, so thank you for sharing that. Um, so my name is Billy. Uh, I've been attending Story City for, 
I want to say about a year now, um, with my, my wife Christina and my two kids, uh, Ellie and Elijah. Um, we came, how we came about knowing Story City is uh, we were actually attending uh, um, church, looking for a church to attend. We've, we've moved into the neighborhood um, in 2019. And so, uh, you know, a couple years passed by and, um, you know, we were both feeling that that urge and that something was missing, you know, and that we, we uh, um, you know, we're searching for something. And, and we both knew about God. Like I, my, uh, my mom, I was raised in a Baptist um, environment. And so, um, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for my mom to, uh, you know, because of the values she instilled in us um, when we were young. And so I'm grateful that, you know, she kind of planted this seed for us. But Anyway, we were searching for a church, and um, we were starting to attend a church that was a little bit out of the way, and, um, you know, we would walk with our kids in the neighborhood um, quite often, and so we would pass by Story City, and we would just kind of, um, there was something that was drawing us to the church, and we were always like, oh, man, we should check that, we should check it out, you know, um, didn't know what to expect, you know, and just, uh, and at the time, it was, I think we because we were looking for preschool or something for the kids, a daycare, um, and we found out that they were closed. Um, and so we were like, okay, well, um, you know, we'll try something else. And then, but again, we just kept, you know, every time we passed by, it's like just, you know, it's like God was kind of, you know, drawing us to it. And then uh, we found out that they opened up, uh, I think back in September, um, and so, um, yeah, we joined, I think, a month after when we came, our first service here. And then, uh, you know, the worship team, really, we really felt the Holy Spirit um, through the worship team. I think they do a great job, and, yeah. and you know it. Um, and, yeah, I guess the rest is history. We've been yeah. here ever since. Um, and so I think, I think God was truly, uh, um, you know, drawing us to this place for a reason. Amen. Something, something cool that you shared that you didn't know, but during our core team phase, we, we religiously had moments where we stopped and paused and said, let's pray for that community that God would draw people to the church at this moment so that when we do launch, and so like you're the story of someone we were praying for, people we were praying for awesome. consistently, and God was doing that work in your heart and your wife's heart while we were praying, and before we even launched, you were already sensing a drawing, which is... I never shared that with you, but you sharing that reminded me like, oh man, that's, that's amazing that God yeah. does that and he answers those prayers. Um, so since we're talking about uh, serving the neighborhoods we call home, um, give a little background on like some of your experience, maybe there, maybe lack thereof, or maybe there are some moments in your story where you have served your neighborhood in some ways, but share a little background of, of that. Yeah, to be honest, you know, we, we, we weren't really involved in much, um, you know, prior to coming to Story City. We weren't, um, I mean, we would, you know, we would attend, like, certain, like, events, like, you know, walks, like, uh, you know, kind of charity events here and there, and, you know, we would give, but we really didn't serve our neighborhood, um, per se, so, um, you know, prior, prior to coming to Story yeah. City. Well, yeah. Well, next question, y'all know yeah. what the question is. Yeah. How have you seen God shape your heart and desire to serve the neighborhood and community that you call home? Yeah. And so one of the other things that, like, kind of, uh, you know, 
we love about Story City is that there's so much, we have so much in common with the people here and we, you know, we truly sense like a feel of, um, or we, uh, you know, feel family here. Um, and it just, it's just a, a small world too. I don't know if you, uh, you guys don't know, but uh, Jason and I are actually kind of, we were in the same line of work and I had no idea until we came. Uh, and uh, my previous company, uh, we worked together on a project in uh, in um, LAX, and so that was just another another thing of like, wow, this is a small world, and it's you know it's just affirmation from God, like, hey, you know, it's, you you know people here that you didn't, um, and then also you know Samir and I we share a passion for football, and uh, I'm a huge football fan, uh, and so you know God is kind of. Uh, I think he's paved the way for me and, and, you know, we were able to get into Kennedy, which is a local high school here. Um, and so Samir and I are both coaching football there. Um, and you know, God has truly, he's like, uh, you know, after being here for a year, I can see God that is, he's transforming my, my desires and, and my, of, of my view of, of really what's important. Um, you know, I think before that, it was just a lot of superficial and artificial desires. Um, but, um, you know, God is, has kind of transformed me in that way. And being a coach at Kennedy or a coach in any fashion is, uh, you know, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of, uh, like, influence that you have with the kids, right? Um, and then, so I think that's a great tool. And, um, you know, I, I pray that, you know, God can use me in that sense to kind of bring those kids or whoever I come in contact there, you know, uh, um, to Christ. I think that would be amazing. Um, and just to finish it off in like, in my line of work, um, you know, I've been very fortunate in, um, to work on a, a, a variety of projects in the city of Los Angeles. And so I, you know, I, I say it humbly. I, 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 I'm grateful. And, and one day when my kids get older, I can point them around to different structures or stadiums and say, hey, I've, I've worked on that, you know, and, and if it feels um, rewarding that I can say, oh, I left my stamp kind of in LA, right? I think that's kind of cool. But I say that because like all, you know, at the end of the day, all those things are temporary, right? And all those things will, you know, one day they won't be there. But um, I pray that God kind of uses me to leave a more permanent stamp, right? Uh, um, uh, you know, to be able to reach kids at Kennedy and, and, or whoever and bring them to Christ, right? Those are the things that are important, I think. Um, those are eternal, right? So, yeah, just I hope that um, God uses me in that fashion and that we can, you know, ex, uh, expand his kingdom and, and push the gospel forward, so. Yeah, that's awesome. Can we give Billy a hand for just sharing that for um, just displaying the value of serving our neighborhoods, just a glimpse, just a little microcosm of what we want to see as a church and how that's been happening holistically, uh, not only at Kennedy, but at Tulsa and at Pettit Park. Like we've seen God do some cool things um, in light of that. And even here on our campus, just seeing people come a part of our events and stuff, but our community is being reached for the gospel in that way and being a coach at a local local high school and we see each other almost every day now because of that and we see the need for our, for these kids that, that need Jesus, that want Jesus, that really are desiring leadership, desiring someone to guide them and lead them and a part of that um, that we're excited about is we're hoping to see um, just the, the establishment of a youth youth group, uh, youth 
study here at our location um, it's coming soon. And so we're starting to see a little bit of that happening and hopefully we can bring uh, some of these students over and, and help share the gospel and, and guide them to Jesus, just like he was saying. But that's awesome. Can we give the panelists a hand? Just thank them for... Um, I hope you've been blessed by just their story. There's a lot more in their story if you want to talk to them, get to know them more. I mean, this is what it's all about. It's the stories of God's people. Um, it, it's, not about, it's not about the glamour and the cool music and the, right, the good preaching, whatever it might be when it comes to the local body of Christ. It become, it's, it's about the people of God that God is transforming uh, because he loves his people, desires his people to be with him. Um, and this is a small glimpse of what God is doing holistically in and through each and every one of us. And so super excited about what he continues to do. Um, I want to pray for us, but before I do that, um, right after I pray, there's going to be a video uh, that kind of gives a, a cool celebratory glimpse of the entire year um, that kind of hopes, hopefully depicts a cool scene of just not only what God, look what God has done, but, but he's not finished and there's more to come. Um, so let me pray uh, and then we'll, we'll move over the chairs and then it'll start. God, we thank you. What a joy it is. Um, God, first and foremost, that, that you don't need us to do your work, that you desire to, to use us because you love us and you want us to walk with you in the work you're doing here in this community and beyond into the world. That your gospel being preached um, affects and infects in a good way uh, the hearts of many um, and you've allowed us to to take part of that journey, the joy of that journey that we get to take part in. Uh, not only have we seen that happen within this last year, but we are excited for what's to come in this upcoming year. The work you're going to do and the work you've done, we celebrate that, Lord. We rejoice in that, um, God, and we, and we thank you that the power of your spirit is continuing to move in, in amazing ways. God, we thank you for the stories that were shared this morning, um, that they are blessed, that they are um, you know, just given a sense of peace and a, a sense of gratitude towards what you have done in their lives, Lord, uh, and the courage and the sp and of your spirit that was empowering them this morning to share. I know it's not easy to do that, and we thank you for them and their heart to share this morning. Lord, we thank you, we celebrate, and we rejoice. May this video give us a sense of joy and gratitude for what you're doing and what you're continuing to do here at Story City. We love you and we praise you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us for this week's message. If you'd like to join us in person, our services are Sundays at 10 a.m. and we're located at 11011 Havenhurst Avenue in Granada Hills. Find us on Instagram at StoryCityGH or online at StoryCityChurch.com. Go and be the church.